Welcome to Eat, Capture, Share, the podcast for food bloggers and food photographers who want to earn an income doing what they love. My name is Kimberly. I'm your host. Episode 115. Welcome back, everybody, to the Eat, Capture, Share podcast. My name is Kimberly Espinel. I'm a food photographer, food photography teacher. I'm the author of the Amazon bestselling book, Creative Food Photography, and a creative business mentor for food photographers, food bloggers, and food content creators just like you. And today I'm bringing you another mini episode. So if you're new here, welcome. I alternate between mini episodes like these where it's just me. (laughs) and my mic and interview-based podcast episodes. And so this week, it's just me and my mic. And I had the opportunity to meet, and I put meet in quotation marks with Meta a few weeks ago and wanted to share what that was like and what they shared with us in a minute. But first, if you're listening to this in real time, then I'd love to let you know that the doors to all my online courses, including my foundation course, my advanced signature module one, all the things are open right now. Now, in fairness, they're always open. (laughs) But the week of June 26th, 2023, we are doing a 10% off offer for podcast listeners. So if you head to the show notes and follow the trail there, it'll take you to the Eat, Capture, Share online school and you'll see all the courses that we have and there's bound to be something there for you. So if you're looking to improve your food photography, your food styling, if you want to start dabbling in reels through stop motion, if you really want to get down and dirty with color theory, improve your editing, all the things, then do check out the online course. I'm very, very aware that so much of what's happening online is moving towards videography. And I'll talk more about that, of course, in my meeting with Meta in this episode today. But what I would say is, you know, it's kind of, that's why it's called the foundation. Like the things you learn there not only will allow you to be a much better food photographer and food stylist, but those are skills that you need to take the leap into videography because at the end of the day we can all learn how to film you know it's just a couple of buttons on our camera or if like me you use your phone it's just a couple of you know buttons here and there on your phone but it's really about how do you tell a story how do you plan how do you work with colors how do you food style so that people make your recipes etc etc and those things So essentially, the creative aspect of food photography and food videography, that's what I cover in my courses. So be sure to check it out. So if you use code PODCAST23 at checkout, you'll get 10% off until the Sunday, the 2nd of July. (laughs) Right, announcements out of the way. I wanted to share a little bit with you about what happened just a few weeks ago and I was like oh I think I think people will be interested in it so I got a message from Instagram inviting me to be part of their I think it's their creator program I'm not 100% sure what the term is now what I will say just because I'm mindful of hackers and those kind of things they didn't DM me they didn't email me it wasn't 
an invitation that was in the Instagram notification. So, you know, that's how I knew it was legit because if I'd received some sort of DM or anything else, I would have been a little bit wary, but it was in a way that only Instagram could, you know, genuinely contact me. So I knew it was legit and I accepted it and then I completely forgot about it, to be honest. So, you know, the invitation was along the lines of be part of this program, get insider tips, information, we really value your content, yada, yada, yada. And so I didn't really know what it entailed. So when a few weeks later, I did get an email from somebody from Instagram. Again, I was a little bit skeptical and I ignored it. And then they emailed again and again. And then finally, they invited me to a webinar. I was like, okay, no, I think this is the real deal. I think this is for real. And so that's what I attended. It was an online webinar with, you know, a select amount of UK creators who were invited to attend. So I didn't step into their offices, but I did get to meet with them virtually as it was. And what the webinar was really about, there were a couple, I didn't attend all of them, but the one I attended, I thought was the most interesting and really eye-opening. And it's what I learned there that I'm sharing in today's podcast episode. So the topic of the webinar was really how to create engaging reels and why it mattered. And they put a lot of emphasis, uh, you know, I'll share all the tips here, but they've really put a lot of emphasis on storytelling, which I really liked that because I'm big on stories. <laughs> Obviously, it's also part of my foundation course, but I, you know, I, I really have been doing a lot of thinking and analyzing and looking and searching and researching and studying reels that perform well, also for myself and then for my mentees and just what I like on Instagram. And one of the things that really jumps out is storytelling. So that's part of what they focused on. But I think what was really interesting, you know, they really went into some of the newer features. Like, for example, that now you can do longer reels. I think you can do up to 90 seconds or something like that. And it wasn't said, but it was kind of insinuated, as it were, that if there is something new that they're launching, if there is something new that they're doing, that they really want you to have a go. And so I feel by making such a big deal out of the fact that there's this 90 second real option now available, that was really like a hint, hint, explore this, do this, try this. We really value you doing this. Now, of course, you know, there was some discussion back and forth around this. And what they really made clear is that does mean that your 90 second reel from beginning to end has to be engaging, has to add value, has to be entertaining, whatever it is that you're focusing on. So it's not about dragging the reel out to 90 seconds for dragging out sake, but really because you have something really juicy to to share that warrants that kind of longer time. And it was interesting because around the time that I attended the webinar, I posted a reel, which has actually been my best performing reel ever in the history of my reels, which was also my longest reel. It was a good minute, just over a minute. And it really showed me that, you know, there is an appetite for a longer, quote unquote, longer content. I mean, minute and a half isn't, you know, isn't like a podcast episode, but there is an appetite for the variety that we're now seeing on reels from where it was pointing and, you know, under 10 seconds or shorter, that now there's just this breath of creative expression that yes, if you can say something really short and snappy and fun and engaging in 10 seconds, and that works and resonates with your audience, awesome. But if like me, you're a little bit wordier, or you like digging a little bit deeper, that 
now there's scope for that too. And so there's really the opportunity for every kind of creative to have a way of expressing their creativity. And I really, really love that. And I love that they're expanding it. You know, some of the things that they're noticing are really working and uh, people are resonating with. And, you know, one of those things was do it yourself. So DIY type of things. I follow a lot of interior accounts. So I noticed that. But for example, in terms of food photography, that could be, say, a tutorial on how to create your own backdrop you know that kind of thing like do it yourselves just perform really really well a day in the life get ready with me those kind of things and I've really been playing a lot with that or what I eat in a day so because really I don't think that what I eat in a day per se is that riveting (laughs) you know I'm just eating normal stuff but I think what doing those kind of reels has helped me Um, understand is how to kind of structure a storyline in a much you know longer format while still working on my transitions and yada 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 keeping you engaged and so you're practicing so many things that will also help you in your food photography and vice versa so those are the things that Instagram is noting is really working and I'll link to this in Uh, in the show notes but I recently did a five reels every food photographer and food content creator should share reel on my Instagram and I will link to that because um, I delve into why I think it's so important to do these day in the life and more storytelling personal um, type and style of reels why it's so important to have that on your Instagram and part of your reels portfolio. I'm not going to go into too much detail because, you know, this is a shorty episode, so I'm not going to keep you too long. But I just thought, you know, some of the core principles that, again, Instagram is really noticing resonates, that they love, that they promote, that they support. And one is relatability. So, you know, can you share something that allows you and your audience to really connect And I think, for example, I don't remember who I saw doing this. So if you remember, do DM me. But it was somebody who was like showing what it's like, how glamorous it is to do all these photo shoots. And then they did like a take of their sink and the mess that was their studio. And I was like, yes, I've been there, you know, and I had to giggle. And I really enjoyed watching that reel. So something like that, where it really feels that there's a connection and that relatability that really um, is working right now. And then the second thing, which is quite interesting actually because I feel that Instagram for a really long time was moving away from this and now they're moving back to it was this conversation and community so you know there was a time where you know everything that was in the comment section that's really where it was at so the photo was just there to stir a conversation and the more comments you had and things like that the more you bumped up the Instagram reels and then for a really long time that just didn't seem to matter anymore and it was more about view time and shareability and those kind of things but it feels like Instagram is moving back in that sense to its roots and they're really encouraging conversation starters and and things that really engage some sort of discussion. So for me, content around pricing or kind of the business side of food photography, that always really evokes quite a lot of conversation and emotion. And, you know, these are really important things and discussions to be had, right? So, you know, for me, that is a topic, for example, that really stirs that with me, but it might for you be something completely different. That's a conversation started. It doesn't have to be so intense or so 
polarizing as it were it could be something fun like your favorite ice cream flavor or something like that and um, the other thing that they're really noticing that people resonate with and that they love and that's working well and I know I've fallen for this is the you know dot 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 wait for it or you know this is what my studio looked like before and now this is what the studio looks like that those kind of things are the, the kind of surprise element and I've seen a lot of people do that as well in terms of food photography like this was the photo before but when I edited it this is what it looked like so you know that surprise I think um, especially with the example I just gave that's a really wonderful one again to showcase to even prospective clients how powerful your editing skills are so you know take from this what applies to you and be creative with it like I think sometimes when we're pushed into a new a new medium it's like oh my god I don't want to do this and you know I've been there and Truth be told, if we could just do photos, I would be more than happy. But I also think it's another opportunity to express our creativity just in a different way and think outside the box. And I definitely feel that if I look back at the very first, and you're welcome to as well if you want to have a giggle, if I look back at the very first reels I created three years ago and what I'm producing now, I feel really happy with the directions taken. And I just feel really confident that. I'm going to go from stride to stride and it's just going to get better because I really feel I found my groove and found my way and I'm enjoying the process. I think that's the most important thing. I'm just enjoying how it's pushing me creatively in a very different way. I'm not technical, so all the kind of technical stuff doesn't really interest me. I love being able to tell stories and I love being able to share my knowledge with my community in different mediums. So if you're more of a listener, then this podcast is for you. But if you're a visual learner and video is a way that you find very helpful in, you know, in your thought process, your learning process, now I have that opportunity to share and showcase things that way. So I really do love that. One other thing that I did find really interesting, and I have been doing this without knowing it. It's automatically set up this way on your Instagram unless you disable it. But when you post a piece of content, I think especially Reels, and you have your Instagram linked to your Facebook, as I do, then you will automatically post your Reel on Instagram and also Facebook. And there does seem to be a little bit of a push on Instagram's part for that cross pollination, so to say, to happen because I think they want to revive Facebook or at least, you know, make it be filled with fresher, funner content than what it has been for the last, gosh, 10 years or so. And basically, what they're saying is that they're pushing out and promoting certain reels on Facebook without you paying for it, so to say. And if something's doing well, it can go viral there too. So there is that ability and they're putting a lot of emphasis on that now. So I would definitely, if I were you, activate that. I don't know. I have a business account, so that happens to me. I have to link the two. But I don't know if you don't have a business account or if you have a creator account, if it's automatically set up, if you have to set it up manually. But either way, I would look into that if you have a Facebook account because they spent quite a lot of time talking about that. I'm going to make two more points before I bring the episode to a close. But there were two things that, again, were highlighted, mentioned with some emphasis. And one of them was using the tools that they have. So the stickers, the text, the this, the that, the share, the remixes, all the things. I'm not personally 
in the way that I express myself creatively very much into those things but every creator is different and every creative expression looks differently so those might be tools that you do love if you notice that anything is new like for example stickers on reels and I don't know what you know I can't keep up with all the latest and greatest but I always would invite you if there's something new at least try it once a just for your own knowledge base and creativity and be just from a very strategic perspective I think it makes sense to you know if there is an offering on the table that will allow your content to reach a wider audience and with that your impact and whatever it is that you feel passionate about and want to share with the world like why not take that opportunity especially if you're still finding your feet and you haven't quite found your style or your voice yet then it's great to experiment with these things I feel for me like little stickers on my reels would be a little bit off brand but you know never say never and then the second thing and this is so fascinating because you know in the I've just come back from a retreat that I taught in Finland with um, Viola Virtamo and we spend a lot of time there talking about the entire experience for our audience for our community that are there following us and cheering us on and so there's of course the visual which can be photos and videos and carousels that kind of thing but then also now this added layer of audio and you know how I know that I really spent a little bit too long thinking about what sound should go with this how should I do my voiceovers what song do I need to choose etc etc and I know from the retreat and from having taught this retreat twice with Viola already that music for her is almost as important as our visuals and what's been interesting is to hear that Instagram has noticed that for audiences audio is incredibly important too and so you know this is a wonderful full circle to what I was saying in the very beginning that Reels is just an extension of the knowledge that we have honed and practiced as food photographers it's just another step up and I think especially if you want to use trending audios Instagram has made that process so much easier to you know, help you find the songs that are really in everyone's minds. When I have another opportunity to quote unquote meet with Mena, I most certainly will and I'll keep you posted on what I learned there. Right, that's it for today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And remember, everything and anything mentioned, including the reels I talked about, other bits and pieces, and most importantly, the link to my online school where you'll find my beginners advanced, all the courses that you need to know about, as well as that discount code podcast 23 can be found in the show notes. So be sure to check it out. And I'll be back in two weeks same place same time i look forward to seeing you then stay well before i leave you i wanted to say thank you so so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed the podcast i also wanted to let you know that this podcast was brought to you by my eat capture share newsletter community and i'd love for you to join I will pop the details on how you can join my creative community in the show notes so do go and check it out also, if you enjoy the podcast, it means so much if you can rate, review, and subscribe. All those things will help the podcast to grow and to reach the right audience. And yeah, you'd kind of make my day. All right. See you soon. Take care. Bye.